just like that. I'm Tim. And I'm Bear. And this is Cub. And Chub. Hello, everybody. Hey. How you doing, Tim? I'm peachy. How are you? I'm good. I'm not happy with my hair today, but this was a decision oh. I made before we started. It's got like I mean, Hitler, it's got Hitler Youth hairdo to it when it's not wow. styled. I wouldn't have said that. I, I know. Um, I know you wouldn't have, and I appreciate that. But I know what I'm dealing with, and it's, I would have just been like, I don't know, teenage angsty, like. Yeah. When it's styled, my my guy did me right. Rich, shout out to Rich at Hell's Bottom. Hell's Bottom. I mean, Talk about that later. aren't we all going? So, <laughs> like, <laughs> and we're apparently getting haircuts on the way. But yeah, um, I mean, somebody's style... gonna be down there giving us. <laughs> uh, Tim, we're doing something different this week. You want to tell everybody what we're doing? Yeah, we are recapping, and just like that, series two or season two, season two, even. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Tim and I wanted to do something fun and different, and. Uh, we've had a lot of fun watching season two this year. And so we are oh, going to bring you guys so two parts. Yes. Um, this episode, we're going to recap episodes one through six. Mm-hmm. And then uh, next week, you'll hear us recap episodes seven through 11. Because um, yes, yes. the series just wrapped up. Tim is fresh. Tim just watched. This I'm fresh now. like tilapia right out of the sea. <laughs> um, <laughs> and... <laughs> Let's just get listen. It, it's annoying and beautiful. It's beautiful. The the season seasoned. It the season, did. It did season very hard. Yeah. So it was not- more episodes than the last season, which I mean, I guess is a yeah. regular thing. I just wasn't expecting twelve episodes. I think I was expecting like ten. Was it? I th- I think it was eleven. Oh. Yeah, I think I thought it was 10, like, uh, normal, and then they got, like, yeah. an extra one because the last one was, like, two episodes, but it was, like, a big finale, part one and part two, I Maybe guess. that's why I thought it was, like, 12. Yeah, yeah, 12. Yeah, I got It you. was good. I mean, it was good, and every moment was worth it, um, sans Naya. But, like, yeah. Justice for Naya. Justice um, for Naya's pussy. Like... <laughs> What is going on? We'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay, Tim. Before we jump into our recap, mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you, like, what is your? Tell us a little bit about your connection with Sex in the City and the, and just like that universe overall. Like your love for it when you got into it. Like, just what do you love about it? So when I was younger, I heard about Sex in the City like at school and stuff like that because. We had whores that were out there um, looking at stuff they shouldn't have been looking at at that time. Um, but I never really got to it because I was too busy going to church and trying to be um, not gay. So right, right. it uh, just it didn't it didn't speak for my uh, teenage years. But then when I got into college, I feel like I saw a few episodes. And I was like, oh, this is cute. This girl is out here, you know, trying to find love and kind of being a mess, a hot mess, but mm-hmm. like in a very endearing and loving way. And you don't see, well, at the time, you weren't seeing a lot of like women admitting that they didn't have it all together. Yeah. So, and I mean, the dudes were cute. Um, a lot of our uh, A-list male celebrities now were 
extras on there. So, yep. Um, and I mean, at the end of the day, it's always going to be justice for Carrie and the fact that she got broken up with by a uh, note card. Oh, yeah. Oh, Burger. <laughs> and that should have been your first. Like, your name is Burger. Let it go. You let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Even that was that was a mess. Yeah. Like, well, what about you? How did you find uh, Sex and the City? So I was I was a kid. We had HBO in the house, mm-hmm. so I was definitely that like child Four. who mm-hmm. was watching things they should not have been watching. Yeah. Um, and my parents didn't really care about the show, but um, I remember I would catch it when it would be on because it was. It was part of that prestige era of HBO. Like it came on a couple years before Sopranos. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of got jumbled into this like, you know, HBO does TV really well. And I started watching it then. And I was really, I, I loved it for a few reasons. It was it was salacious to me as a child. Mm-hmm. So these women just out there doing what they want to do and then chatting over brunch about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved that it... <laughs> In a weird way, it gave me a characterization of New York I had never had before either. Yeah. Um, prior to that, New York to me was whatever Wu Tang Clan told me it was. Do you know what I mean? Like my association you just thought with, it was like the like the brownstones and like it, yeah, like like New York to me was like what hip hop told me it was. Yeah. Which, do you know what I mean? So it was the boroughs and all this stuff, but it's definitely too different. Like, it's a different it's experience. literally a different world yeah right so it brings manhattan yeah, into your it, yeah because when you don't live in new york it's like it's all one place but when yeah. you are paying attention it's like oh this place and that place and uh this whole other world so like getting to know like new york space and also although it wasn't uh queer centric there were queer characters and queer storylines at times yeah that because they had they had friends that um were queer people they had nemeses that sometimes uh were were queer or bi or whatever yeah 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 so it introduced like that world as well on television that again in the late 90s you didn't see very regularly unless you were really like tapped into certain things so um and then there's the there's that part of it but then there was also the e channel like revitalization of it yeah that's and i think that's where i really like started falling in love with it was like when i could see it every single day yeah the e was one of those first channels that took a show and just played it non-stop because and it was M and tnt tnt yeah, was, yeah, yeah like that's where i got my charms so i so it was it was a whole thing it was like i got the first two first two hours maybe eight and nine were charmed uh-huh. and then i watched uh 10 was supernatural then i went over to um what is it? uh the end no e network yep and i watched sex in the city until like four o'clock yeah for 11 <laughs> yeah 11 to four yeah. and it was the edited version but i i just remember thinking like regardless of like the actual like nudity or whatever or the cursing like it still worked even though yeah. edited, it was like just addictive so it was yeah and and the money and the access that you just don't you're never like it's listen it is real for someone it's not real for me no no that yeah 
I'm it's glad his, I got that early. It's his high fantasy. Like what the hell? <laughs> it's as high fantasy as Buffy and Angel to me. It's like this isn't real and that is not real. But I love. I was the- like, how many apartments are you getting? Like what? It what is this? Like you know, like you're a writer and you're supposedly struggling, but you got this beautiful apartment. What yeah. what is this? Like. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, one of your boyfriends who you kind of don't like, but kind of do, and you're cheating on them, they buy you the apartment and the other one beside of it. Like, yeah. what, what? It's, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. lot. Um, it's the I power mean, of the P-U-S-S-Y. It's true. Yes. And I do love that they lean into, like, Carrie is just rich in, in, yeah. and just like that. It's just like, Big's dead. She got a big inheritance. She could do whatever she wants. Well, listen. <laughs> It was very apparent that Big had big money. Yeah, yeah. And so, wealth. yeah, it was, and it was like stacked well. Yeah, yeah. When they went to, when he said, we're going to church, and I saw that mother, I was like, oh, this is, this is old money. Old money. I was like, okay. <laughs> he was like, and I would have, I would have grow I would have broken up with anybody else too. It's, oh, uh, yeah, miss you, miss you. This is fun. Yeah, it's a great. I'm about to have a great life, right? <laughs> Regardless of how many times he cheated on me, I don't care. You gonna make it work? I'm out here ladying who lunch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to go ahead and recap the first six episodes for you guys, just so you know what we're talking about today. Yes, um, we are. And we're gonna give this a shot again. This is me and Tim's first recap episode. So yeah, feeling it out, you know. Um, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, bears like to watch. Uh, <laughs> also, yes. All right, Tim, you want to kick us off? Yeah, so we're going to start off with um, episode one, uh, which has everybody looking great, looking stunning, and fucking. Like, that's what they're doing. They're out there. Hold Me Closer, Tiny Dancer was the song. It was some like good 90s that were shown. Mm-hmm. And then we had Naya who was eating Chinese food. Um, <laughs> Carrie uh, had a situation ship with her podcast producer. Um, Miranda uh, is in LA with Che um, supporting them. Charlotte is getting ready for the Met Gala. Um, and Seema is <laughs> banging her uh, club uh, club promoter. Yes, uh, Zed. Zed. Yeah. <laughs> Which I I I endorse. Uh, Lisa Todd Wexley, LTW, if you will, um, is just being the Renaissance woman that she is. Um, with her husband, her beautiful husband, her kids, her work, her friends, and just doing it while having the best bob wig ever. Mm, like, mm. It's just so good. And I'm like, when do you have time to, listen, when do you have time to wash it? But okay, okay, okay. Yep, yep, yep. yep. So that's episode one. <laughs> episode. Get into episode two for me. Okay, I got you. Episode two, uh, Carrie doesn't want to do an ad about her vagina. Mm-hmm. I get mm-hmm. it. Uh, her and Franklin call it quits. You know, yes. Franklin's in and out, her producer. Charlotte, Charlotte is worried about Lily growing up because Lily's having her emo moment and she's selling her clothes. Didn't we all? <laughs> Miranda loses her phone and finds Shay's husband. 
That mm. was a whole thing. Totally forgot about that. Not I enjoyed that. Currently, uh, Herbert. Herbert, which is LTW's husband, Herbert yes. deals with discrimination from a cabbie and his mama's opinion of that situation. Jesus, Jen, GLAS. Mm-hmm. Shay is dealing with Tony Danza as her dad. That was a whole situation that actually happened. What in the boss? Like, <laughs> Zed is out with Seema after making an investment offer. Seema uh, is not trying to hand out money to nobody. No, I'm trying to hand out. I'm trying to hand out, you know, the goods, not the money. Not I'm not trying to fund your dream. I'm trying to fuck your dream. Like not doing that. Nope, nope, nope. And Naya cancels her husband after another plea to have a baby. It's officially over. Listen, it's over. It's been over. You should have said it's over when you went out and did your little tour. Um, yeah. And I'm done. Tell me what happened in episode three. Well, episode three, we have Carrie uh, recording and reliving her uh, audiobook mm-hmm. um, about her dead husband. Um, <laughs> and, I mean, in case we forgot, her husband's dead. Um, Seamus Birkin got snatched, um, <laughs> which is the real relationship, right? That's right. Um, <laughs> The children are making lists about Gen Z or Gen X and how oh sexy they may or may not be. One of my favorite comedy bits of the entire season. Absolutely. I'm just saying. Uh, and Miranda ruins Che's moment and heads back to uh, New York to help Brady because he got in a breakup. Yep. As most kids have. Uh, and finally, Carrie and Seema seem to become besties. Yeah, they're really bonding. They're yeah, like, I mean, yeah. even though it's a, it's very odd that, you know, it comes out of the lies to her actual best friends. But it, yeah. it is what it is. You know? Yeah. It totally brings out the lies in people. What about the fourth? All right. In episode four, Carrie is going to write for old people, Murphy Brown. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, she's also getting old. <laughs> I'm just saying, it yeah, is Murphy yeah. Brown. That's right. Um, Carrie's also getting old dick pics, uh, and her ageism is showing that's something Tim can relate to. Wow. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. The, you know what? This isn't a versus. This is, my bad, my bad. I'm sorry. You know what? This isn't a rivalry. This right. is recap. That's so. a recap. <laughs> um, child, it's a child-free summer for Charlotte and LTW. Yes, very uh, rich. Very rich, child-free time. Uh, Charlotte deals with Harry's old balls. He cannot have an orgasm all of a sudden. So uh, she's helping with that. Uh, Miranda Hobbs back in the burrows. Family therapy and almost gets in a three-way with Shay and her husband that she's still technically married to. Which I don't understand how that happened, but okay. Yeah, right. Uh, Herbert and LTW have a crappy 20th anniversary party with Mommy in tow. Uh, and now Herb is running for council? Question mark? Mm-hmm. Uh, what happens when you don't be inviting people right? That's right. <laughs> that's right. You can't send out invitations. You know what you should do? Run for city council. I mean, uh, it's a big, it makes sense to me. <laughs> um, and it, we find out at the end of this episode that Carrie's been dick picking with Enid's tripod. So the guy that Carrie's been kind of like not sexting because she doesn't want to date him has actually been chatting with Enid. He's apparently a hoe around town. Um, mm-hmm. And so through guilt, Carrie donates to Enid's magazine. 
Yeah, and she also, you know, in return gets a little bit of like promo for her book. There you go. Tim, episode five. Episode five. It's Halloween, girl. And uh, (laughs) Harry, uh, Charlotte's husband, has hair. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Which is very odd and very shagadelic. That is, Um, I forgot about that, yeah. Yeah, and then Seema, Anaya, and Carrie somehow become Beyonce's single ladies and um, go out on the town. And Seema finds somebody with ED, (laughs) which, you know, take your pick, uh, which is fun. Uh, Carrie is hit by a biker. Uh, This biker turns out to be a tech nerd and... Uh, quote unquote married to his business partner not in real life but you know as we know um, somebody in the friendship always is more attached than the other one is yeah very demanding very demanding <laughs> it's true uh, Miranda is burning the candle at both ends uh, by both ends I mean Steve her husband and Che her lover um, and so she then becomes Naya's roommate so yeah. Very interesting development in the middle of the season. It's true. Uh, you got to bring Nye in somehow. <laughs> um, so Rock, which is Charlotte's uh, child, mm-hmm. um, they start modeling for Ralph Lauren, which is very odd because it's kind of like a legacy modeling agency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, because as we know, Charlotte, the prim and proper uh, always has the Ralph Lauren model, uh, model situation. So. Mm. What about the next episode, Beer? Alright, the last episode we'll be covering in this episode of the podcast, Bomb Cyclone, which I know was... The best episode! Okay, okay, so you have a best episode. I think yeah. it's probably the most polarizing episode in the fandom because of what happens. We'll get into it, we'll get into it. Um, but Carrie and Shay are going to a widow conference because that's what's happening in this episode. Dead husband. Mm-hmm. Dead husband. Uh, Lily needs mommy to bring condoms stat. Listen, parenting. Parenting 101. Very close. I love it. You know, um, the new age. <laughs> Miranda and Steve and Shay all officially break up. So in one night, in one night. And I'll tell you right now, we're going to get into it. But Steve, who I generally love, is absolutely evil. Mm-hmm. Absolutely we, we're evil. Different. We're okay. different. Okay. We're so different. I'm so excited. Also, one of my favorite LTW moments, the wig. The wig in the bathroom. Bitch! The, no. No. Okay, oh, go. Yeah, go, 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 go. We're not doing that right now. We're uh, not doing... <laughs> Seema, Seema decides to book a summer house for her and Carrie, the single lady. Ooh, or we're done. Okay. Uh, Naya needs more screen time because where the fuck was Naya in the middle of the season? This is ridiculous. Where has Naya's story plot been the whole time? Anyway. We'll get into it. Yes. Um, and at the very end of this episode, we see that Carrie emails Aiden, her long yeah. lost love from the original series. Yeah. And we'll um, get in, we'll dig into that. But at the very end, so that's what we're covering today. From the opening to Carrie sending the email to, to Aiden. So yes, there is your end just like that season two, part one recap. Yes. So first of all, how do we feel about these episodes together? So I'll tell you, I was, um, this is, yeah, I wanted to ask you about this too, because I think a lot of people had specific feelings about season one yeah. of the series. 
And by opening up season two with everybody's having sex, except for Naya, um, but seemingly everybody's in a good place and loving and just, you know, Carrie's grief banging. Mm -hmm. Yes. Which is like an important part of her story arc. Well, I think it's a situationship, right? Like, yeah, she's banging the grief away. And it's like, yeah. do this. Listen, do um, it. I think they were signaling they wanted to have fun, right? Because because it was it was sex and the city. It's just not like we're we're not married anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> when you set the tone for season one to the opening being Big's death, of course that's going to be yeah the big drive of that season and i and i really liked season one but it was different we had these new characters we're trying to get to know the girls are getting accustomed to 2023 and not 1997 like yeah it it's so the first episode for me just felt uh, the first season for me felt like oh we're old white women and we don't know anything about like this 2023 thing it's like we were frozen in time mm -hmm. but like this season feels very much like we're living and thriving in 2023. Yeah, yeah. And we understand we understand what's happening. Yep. You know, as somebody who is progressive would be. And we would yeah. hope that these characters would be a progressive type of person. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Um so yeah, opening up with the sex and putting the fun back in it, I thought was great. Um yeah. I like not to that. mention that that tiny dancer like song like that cut. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was really good. I liked it. Yeah. No, and there these women, I mean, age ain't nothing but a number, right? These women are gorgeous. The, Miranda's titties are great. They're bouncing. <laughs> they've always I mean, they've always been great ever since, you know, but like Everybody on this cast has a nice body. Yeah, yeah, they really, really and do. it doesn't matter even even if you don't. It is what it is. But like, it's just very like cool to see people who have already been on screen mm -hmm. as like these sexual beings still enjoying their sexuality, even yeah. if they progress in age. So what did you think about Carrie and the producer relationship? Were you like, I thought it was bomb. Yeah. I was like, I I actually thought yay because who else are you going to fuck around with? Like, yeah. I didn't think I a lot of people may have thought that this was like a a relationship or something like that. I saw it as the, a situationship. Yeah. I, and I've been in numerous ones. So like I I get like, this is great on Thursday. This is fun for what it is. Yeah, like we have Thursdays and we watch, like it's even a little bit comforting. Like yeah. you watch TV together on Thursday, but then the rest of the week, no, no, no. It's yeah. not, we're not together. No, no, and, bump and watch cooking shows and then you go home. But the problem with that is when women are like, I know what it is. Then men are like, oh my God, somebody who gets it. And then you fall for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. always like that. Carrie, Carrie is aloof and technically unavailable. And Franklin, Franklin likes it. Franklin is like, <laughs> mm, I got to have me some more of that. And kudos to the casting department who casted this extra Franklin last season. He was yeah. in multiple episodes without having any storyline. 
But he's and also he, like, he's a cutie. He's one of the most he's one of the cutest extras on the show. It's like this yeah. is a really cutie patootie to just be having over. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. I see what you were doing. <laughs> it was very it was very abrupt in the uh, elevator. It was like yeah, they were. She really dug in. What have you really done? Do you fantasize about what the Sex in the City podcast could have been before they abruptly got canceled? Did it get canceled? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was, listen, I don't want to hear her talk about that. Like, I don't. I don't. I don't think of Carrie as like a advice columnist person anymore. Like, I just think of her as a rich white woman. No, no. And and if you're not ready to talk about the dryness of your vagina and get these ad get this ad money, you know, you got to move on. Well, okay, where where did this come from? Like. <laughs> This like coyness about I I don't think it's I don't think it's past her. I think that she is when it, like even Sarah Jessica Parker like she she's not the one that usually does the nude scenes. She's not yeah. the one that gets overly sexual. I think like Carrie, although she'll talk to the girls about their sex lives, you never hear Carrie get like into it. Yeah. So I, I could so. I could see her being like, I don't want to talk about like I can talk about getting older, but I don't want to talk about my vagina. I didn't think you'll talk that- about your dead ass husband. Like <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I I think there's a prudeness there that that yeah. that we see in Charlotte that we see all the girls in each other, right? Yeah. And I think that there's a part there that Carrie is that seems weird because she is a, a, a literal open book and but, also i just see like these women like they're older now and i don't see like them caring about like that portion <laughs> like the, I, I can the i can go either way as older women like yeah. charlotte is wild honey like yeah. she is she's like bitch my daughter needs some fucking cotton so she about to have sex yeah. and i'm gonna talk to her about it because my mama didn't talk to me about it yeah and, Charlotte, you know what Charlotte's getting really good at is getting over it. Like, yeah. Charlotte's initial reaction is still to be like, oh no, like that's not yeah. right, Carrie. And then five seconds later, never mind, let's get you fucked. Or or something <laughs> funny. Like, you're like, let me be Miranda for a second. Like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. But then all of a sudden she's like in the middle of sex. She's like, you want to come on my tits? Like, it's <laughs> like, Charlotte. like, yeah. Ma'am. Like, yeah. <laughs> I I'm a, I, I just would, don't have that conversation. Yeah. It just happened. <laughs> it's amazing. I think I think Charlotte gets a lot of crap this season because of her the frilliness of her storylines. They're not overly yeah. serious. They're kind of like they tend to be kind of jokey or whatever. But, but that that type of woman has that type of life. She's not chasing the man anymore. She's got no. a family. She's got a different story. Exactly. And her and Harry like secretly like win the belt for like adorable cutes in it like getting through like they're just they are a couple they're not they're yeah. like they can fight they're not going to get divorced they're together forever like yeah it just it's nice to see that stability when everybody else is like in their 50s and still bad chick crazy. Yeah. when she <laughs> said give me your hand and kegled on them hands that's right. I was like wow yeah this, this is- <laughs> woman is no longer this crap, like no. cringe person. She's like, oh my God. Yeah, Remember that- when she was out there talking about, um, I don't want to be with a man that like is known for giving good head. <laughs> yeah, she's done a 180. Yeah, completely, yeah. completely. She's like, I'm married, so come on my tits. <laughs> 
<laughs> I did. Oh no, Harry. Um, yeah, it's 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 wonderful. And she um, she loves the cum. Anyway, she does. It's like the Fourth of July. The very um, cum slut of us all. Who knew? What did you? What were your thoughts about the um the uh, the ball of it all for episode one? The uh, Met Gala. The, the Met. Well, the Met. Whatever. It, it's supposed to be the Met Gala, but they called it like the Met. What I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. The standard was insane yeah ltw Ooh. that oh. valentino oh. across that road yeah blowing in the wind yeah i my breath was taken it's gorgeous i was just like Nicole Ari Parker, if you don't get out of my screen, I'm gonna <laughs> die. I died. I absolutely died. And then when um Smoke, who is gorgeous, beautiful. Oh yeah. Um, when she couldn't get the dress done for Carrie, and she was like, I might have another dress, and it was the wedding dress. I was like, wow. And not only that. Finally made sense of that thing in her head. Bird, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, because yeah. even at the wedding, I was like, why didn't you wear that stupid blue? Like nothing on you was blue. Yeah. It's, I guess the wedding shoes were blue, but you couldn't see the wedding shoes. So I was like, okay, now it all makes sense. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Um, I thought that, <laughs> I thought Charlotte's uh, get up was all right. Yeah. Um, it was yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, but okay, so this is the reason why like I'm like a little confusion. Mm-hmm. Um because it was just so much work put into it. Yeah. Like, yeah. For it just to be that what it I was. was. Like, well, you could have went to the party city and got that girl. Like, yeah. No, no, compared to the others, no, it was night and day. Yeah, and but I like that they put her in something a little more masculine. Yes, no, agreed. I think um, real quick on Carrie's reference to the wedding dress. I think it's really tricky when writers try to reference old things, right? Like how much in this storyline, when you're going to reference something like that, how much of it is um, nostalgic and just crowd pleasing? Like, oh, her wedding dress. Remember that thing we did? Yeah, compared to serving the story, and the idea that she still had the dress, yeah, through multiple moves, um, we really we save for the Aiden stuff at the back end. We don't really address Big anymore. He's like really is dead. Yeah, and that part of her life is over. Um, so the fact that they, which I thought they were at least gonna give like one montage or something which it's fine that they didn't yeah but yeah i think he wrote himself out but uh (laughs) i don't know nothing about christopher north but and we never will now but (laughs) but i thought it was awful doing doing callbacks with those kind of things can be tricky and i thought the dress was perfect yes like it was a great way to incorporate into what's happening now she has a positive memory with it now like i thought it was done really well so yes um oh let's see oh 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 um sema see I, I, the club owner said i it was fine okay so it's very it's tricky with me like how much of it is a how much of 
just asking do you want to invest in this is a red flag like yeah it's just like hey i have this investment deal do you want to go in on it like yeah i don't think he was wrong for asking but i also believe like look if you think it's a red flag it's a red flag don't be a part of it yeah wasn't it also him that was still living with his yeah yeah so there was already a red flag she was trying to work through and then she did that and then it yeah. was and can you give me some money and it's like never mind i yeah. get it that's i mean I'm no i get it completely um and i will say like if you are done be done don't it doesn't matter what other people think yeah like if you are if you have something in your gut that says this ain't this ain't for me get out because yeah. roll don't wait until it's proven <laughs> so here's the big question tim do you want to talk about the Naya problem now? Or do you want to talk about the Naya problem at the end? <laughs> Let's talk about the Naya problem one through six now. Okay, okay. So at the beginning of the season, Naya is obviously sad because she's separated yes. from the hubby. Yes. She also gets a call with the hubby where he tries to where she's feeling a little lonely and they're open to the conversation and he's like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, would you like to have a baby? By the way, I'm talking to this girl on the side you can see on my Instagram. And it's like, well, okay, so it was this. It was, I'm feeling a little sexy. Let yeah. me engage with my husband. Yeah. Um, And he was like, girl, I got this white lady in my, um, in my room mm-hmm. right now. What are you doing? Why are you calling me? Yeah. <laughs> it was very much like, whoa put some clothes on girl which is what you don't do to your estranged wife yeah yeah you don't show that you got some young chick in there and you don't tell her to put her damn clothes back on yeah it was um i think naya well again we're just talking about one through six sorry i'll back up yes so this conversation happens where he also asks again if they can do surrogacy Mm-hmm. And Naya realizes that he's not going to get over this. No, this is this is he wants this. He wants a baby, okay. which he's which he's allowed to you're want. Entitled to that? Yeah, you can want that. And Naya is the one that pulls the trigger because yeah. that's not something she wants, and they need to move on. Mm-hmm. And that and that storyline is a storyline that you can play with. Yeah, but, no, but it for episodes one through six it really went nowhere like she absolutely nowhere. she went from she went from married to not married to here i am typing up the divorce papers mm-hmm. and enjoying like sitting at a bar and seeing a man but mm-hmm. like not doing anything with the man and like it just was it was very much like poor black woman like she yeah she's like just out here in this world lost without a man yeah and that did i mean honestly it's it i mean we don't want to talk about the end but it it didn't change that much but no no and she um her montages when they do show her because she doesn't have a lot going on she's on the couch she's at her stove looking for one like there's nothing wrong with that but there's also this idea that's like if you don't 
there's a balancing act because there's some other storylines where it's like, is this a storyline? Why are we talking about this? Like, then I have to but also like she has things to do. She's a tenured professor. Mm-hmm. She has, you know, papers to grade, stuff like that. She's she could be busy doing things. She could be busy. They've chosen that storyline for her. Yeah, she's also like one of the most. Besides Seema, like the single woman on the show now. Yeah. You know, Carrie's dating in and out or whatever. But it's like Seema, uh, sorry, Naya could really have her own like kind of side stories of like dating and getting back out there. Yeah. And, like She and, could be quite the Charlotte. She, yeah, she really, really could. But they wanted to give her this like sad at home story, which yeah. is fine and happens and is realistic. But I'm not watching... And just like that, for real. All I'm saying is they they are very lucky that they got the Lisa Todd Wexley storyline because yeah, I would be a, a black Twitter person yeah. on there talking about what the fuck you think black people going through. But like, <laughs> it, yeah, I and we'll get into what what happens there at the back end of the season, which I thought yeah. was kind of cute. But but in that. Listen, the beach scene was very boring, but it has some of the best lines. The beach scene. Like the beach scene where she lost the phone. Oh, Miranda. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I only I only go to that because like some of the lines were uh Naya. Were Naya, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, When she was like, what'd she say? She said, because model girl plus surrogate equals I'm done. I was like, oh my God. And she said, bonfires of beanies at a left. I was like, yes. Yeah. Get through get get done with her. Get yeah. done, Andre. We're done. We're over and, it. And you know, i like that was such a boring like moment for uh I was about to call Margaret. Oh my God. Miranda. But at the same time, like it has some really good one liners. Like when yeah. that when the uh, the Asian dude, he was like, the earth is already dead. We're basically cleaning up a corpse. Like, <laughs> I was just like, damn, ain't that yeah, the truth? And she was like, I, I can't Uber home. And he was like, Uber is a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, come yeah. through. Miranda and Che in uh, LA is a side story that happened and you know i I think whenever they tried to get the girls outside of the the new york like i'm just gonna say this yeah i love that miranda had her journey i love that che was they were involved yeah um i didn't need that relationship to happen that long like Mm. (laughs) like i didn't it was very much like miranda was just out there chilling and like kind of trying to hold on to Che as they were doing whatever they were doing. Yeah. Che is like sitting there like, who am I? I don't, I'm doing whatever they tell me to do. Yeah. I'm just like the, the arguments that they were having weren't being solved. Like, no, no. It was very like covered up. It was like, oh, don't think about it too hard. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna think about it. This is like, just how I do things. Don't worry about it. It's like you I was like, do you? Yeah, <laughs> you guys are different people and that's okay. And you communicate yeah. differently. You're at different parts of your life too. Yeah. Miranda yeah. Miranda they're yeah, they're just a very different people. And I think I like the idea of Che being the one to bring Miranda out to explore sexuality. 
Yeah, I think it's interesting that Steve and that dynamic gets blown up because of this thing that seems so very simple. It's like, it was a tryst, it was fun, but it was explosive and over. And now Miranda's whole family unit is just destroyed. Like that part of her life is done. And and that happens. But I was like, man, they really kind of blew this whole like 30 year storyline up for this situation that but you know what? I feel like a lot of late in life um, queer people have that storyline. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. One thing below, like they have a whole life that they've created. It's not like queer people aren't just like in the closet waiting to come out. Like they, we yeah. are living, we are having whole situations and like doing what people are telling us to do, mm-hmm. thinking that it's going to make us feel happy. And then one day we, you do wake up and realize it's just not gonna, I'm not going to be happy yeah. until I'm honest with myself. And unfortunately that comes with a lot of like destruction of what you built. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's a good point. And I, and it's, again, it's a storyline that doesn't really get delved into too much. And again, with oh, Miranda's real actress's name, uh, oof, I was about to say Miranda Crossgrove. Yeah, that is not her. But um, Cynthia uh, Nixon. Cynthia Nixon, who is who is openly bi and yes. um, has a somewhat similar story about coming out later in life and that kind of stuff. Like, I'm glad it's like they're doing the storyline. They're doing it with somebody who knows the storyline, who has lived this kind of experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also I like Shay as a character. I'm not. I'm. There's a whole dedicated fandom out there of people that think that that character is annoying or that they're just there to blow things up. I'm like, I think this is, I think this is great storytelling. I'm very happy yeah. with this. This is fine. I think they need this story. Plot. They needed like, something like that. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, Otherwise it just becomes like, we all have money and yeah, yeah, yeah. we do things. Um, I'm going to ask you a question where the white friend asks the black friend a question. So I'm very sorry. Wait a minute. Let me, let me get my, thank you. (sighs) (laughs) I love you so much. Um, (laughs) Herbert's discrimination storyline and, and his mother showing up and, and sex in the city going for something that it doesn't normally really do. Right. With any kind of depth or, you know, it, I, I don't know. I I thought it was interesting they went for it. And what, yeah. what Antos Like That is really good about is going for it and then never discussing it again. <laughs> but actually, this is the thing about that. Okay. It's like, it happens like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are you are living your life. You're do, you have your friends and you, you know, you're taking care of business, doing everything, and racism happens. It's not one of those things where you're ever prepared for it, or, you know, it's almost like, it's very jarring for most people because nobody wants to live on edge every single moment of the day. And you don't have time for that. I mean, we are magical. (laughs) Well, no, not magical. We are you know, fantastic, phenomenal people because we have to deal with all of that and still do all the other shit. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things where when it happens, 
in front of your children. Yeah. And they have the example of that in their head for the rest of their life. It's yeah. like my dad can't even get a taxi. Yeah. That that's what really killed me in that moment when she's like, My friend's dad doesn't have an issue getting a cab where he's at. And I'm like, oh god. And that was that was the anger. It's just like it's true. Yeah. Her her white dad doesn't have an issue like this. And so it's like I've done all, I've went to school. I have the beautiful wife. I have the successful career. I am everything my mother told me I should be in order to be successful and I can't get a cab. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I can't get what I can't get the bare necessities of a New Yorker or I, sometimes it's you know I when people who may be like a cashier or something they give everybody their their coins or their change in their hand but they put yours down right why is that like and it's little things like that it's like you've had a great day you went uh you're going grocery shopping for your family you're going to make them a good a good dinner and that little thing happens yeah and you're just expected to pick it up and go on about your business now i will say when it comes to his mother that's another it's these sandwich generations Mm -hmm. gen x and gen um and millennials we have hit so hard because you have these baby boomers who just really staunchly believe that like you can you can wealth your way out of racism you can right. you you they do have those bootstraps you do have bootstraps and you need to pull them up and stop crying and stop doing all this stuff because you know you start cussing out them you start cussing out cops like these white folks do then you're gonna get your ass beat and you deserve it because who do you think you are you're black you know this but like Right. We're in the middle, understanding you can never out, you can't out racism, racism. <laughs> like, no. You can't out win. You can, you'll never win. You can be the best person. You can be the most agreeable. And it just really depends on the type of person that you get based on your color of your skin, whether they want to just arrest you or if they want to beat the shit out of you and kill you. Yeah. Like it is, it it's a infuriating moment because you have your child who is Gen Alpha <laughs> saying, "Oh my God, there's a staunch difference, and why can't you get it?" Annoyed, I'm annoyed that my child has to see racism in action. Then you have baby boomers, your parents, being embarrassed that you reacted or had emotions yeah yeah that you had emotions and then so it's just it's hard i see i'm so glad that they they did it in a way that was kind of tasteful um with just the cab like it could yeah yeah yeah. it could have been something so much worse like a tab at a uh, at a restaurant or something right it could have been so much worse but like I, I think a lot of people don't realize that 
specifically Gen Xers and millennials have to deal with these two generations that are opposite and we're always kind of pushed and pulled it's like you need to be more progressive and you need to do what we tell you and this is the way to do it and this like don't discuss your feelings and like we only want your feelings yeah. <laughs> and it's just like what do what do you do and then when you add race on top of that <laughs> it's just it's a global boiling point yeah <laughs> it sucks but this is the life we live in and we are somewhat capable of handling it most of the time but sometimes you get you get the angry yeah as, I, as with anybody anybody gets angry like that's that's a thing it's like it's not just because he was black if that had happened to say the little the other little girl's father they would have gotten mad but it but it wouldn't have meant anything it was just like oh well he's just you know trying to get a ride for his baby so yeah. of course he's going to be mad but because it's a black man it's taken as oh he's aggressive right he's angry or you know it, it's something negative yeah. and it, you just can't win for losing sometimes did you i bet you you thought they handled it pretty well I, for for the type of show it is and what they what I they thought they did. handled it very greatly because they didn't do it in front of the whole cast yeah yeah it yeah, was yeah. a black moment like right right like right, the right whole discussion from when they were in the room it was the black mother and and uh Lisa Todd Wexley and him like yeah. it was not involved anybody else because that's that's when like things get girl what is yeah that? Yeah, like, I don't need Charlotte to be this in front of people. Yeah, like no, I got you. So, yeah. so it's it's very nice. It was I thought they did it great. Um, don't be doing too much of it because yeah, yeah, it's a it's delicate because it's like oh wow they handled that well, but also part of me likes the show because it's an escapism for me. Yeah. So yeah. when they have to get heavy with death or racism and things like that, it's like oh man. But I, yeah, I agree. I I thought. And it gave life to that character and that family that exactly. we're looking for that growth and understanding of who they are. So, mm -hmm. um, and it, and it's kind of like when American Horror Story had that like one where it was a sh episode where everything was going on that was going on, and then all of a sudden they had a shooting in a church, and that was the oh. only thing right because that's what's happening in america yeah yeah like your life is going on and then a shooting right. or two or three a day but no. like you know so when people like talk about how abrupt things seem in like with racism and stuff like there's like it just seemed like it came out of nowhere because it does come out of nowhere yeah. <laughs> like it that's a real life thing it generally comes out of nowhere yeah but yeah can i can i tell you who i think should win all of the acting awards and yes and then after that i'll tell you who's gonna top me one day gotcha <laughs> so i don't know why sarah jessica parker doesn't work more than she does mm. she she does not do a lot of acting and a lot of things she very she doesn't have to. She's meticulous. She's been a producer on the show. She's got money. She doesn't have to work. But then I see her in a booth by herself 
reading her fake character's oh, fake biography. The way I cried and really did cry. Like, like, like I'm sold. Wept. I am sold. On top of the fact that Sarah Jessica Parker is also one of the funniest actors yeah. on the show. Like her comedy and her her quippiness. Those pauses I, killed I, me. I was, oh wow, I was really, really. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I feel for Carrie right now. Right. <laughs> like, I, was, when she said that he was so small, I, stop it, stop it. I couldn't. It's so, in, it's okay, okay, see, this is what this does to us. I, I just, Justice just for brought Parker. Back. And then and then they 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 started playing the showers. Like they started Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh my God. And then I remember Yeah. That he was just like sitting there. Yeah. Ugh. It I, I, again when the show wants to pull your heartstrings, it can. It and can. Sarah Jessica Parker is just I uh I don't know, absolute lover. Just that yeah. The, and it's such a and that storyline happens in that episode and they move away from it but in that episode like and she can we talk about also how we can't use COVID as like an excuse anymore of like when she's like i can't come to work today i've got COVID. i'm like we really don't have that like <laughs> i just want to let you know yes you can uh, <laughs> don't ask me how i know but you can uh-huh. and um <laughs> <laughs> oh no can't do it sorry guys um, but, but yeah i i thought i really like that i also like that in the same episode the same as birkenbag which from like an overarching of the season like whatever but they don't minimize her her investment in that or her yeah her her passion for spending her money her, that way. Like, yeah, like that was her first, that was her first like come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It meant a lot to and her. And it, it was a up. relationship with her. Like, and it's kind of like in season one when she said, you know, when you, like that apology that she had to give to Carrie for, mm-hmm. you know, breaking the um, picture. And she was yeah. like, you know, you were a little rude. And just saying my little, you know, relationship or whatever. Right. But like, there is a clear, like, distinction that in this, in these generations that we're living in, that just because you don't have a romance going on, it doesn't mean your relationships to other things, people, places, other nouns, Mm -hmm. aren't important. They may, like... Not saying that like they're just as important, but they have importance. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Carrie, who's dealing with the on the same episode about doing her her audiobook. Yeah. Carrie's also not telling Seema to shut up, like I'm dealing with real emotion. Like they're yeah. they understand each other, which I think, you know, I I agree there's a lot of ways to tie Seema's character back to the missing of Samantha. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of that kind of similar energy there. I can see. Yeah, but I think she's her own person too. She's coming to her own. They have their own dynamic. Carrie appreciates her for different reasons. She's um, somebody who wants love, though, like which is very different from Samantha. Oh yeah, no, she's looking for it, and she's. Yeah. Ugh, we'll get there too. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, this is also the episode where we get the very funny storyline about the milf list, which I thought was very. Listen, two and three, two and three. Which actually it was one and two because I agree. Right. That stepmother 
didn't need to be on that list. No. That was not cool. No. Like you didn't push children out. No. <laughs> well, you didn't push them children out. Right. Those were yours. <laughs> those, uh-uh. The comment in that, when that principal's like, and you won't believe that this kids made this list and they both go, really? And he goes, yes. <laughs> and then Lisa was like, we're getting that list. We're getting that list. I thought like when they duo the, the women up in pairs and ways, it's just, it's so good. Listen, Charlotte and LTW uh-huh. can take over the world. Yeah. Like they could just do those two yeah. and be fine. Especially Lisa. I think they could do a spinoff with Lisa yeah. very easily. Can I tell you? Oh, we got it. I don't want to. No, that's that's yeah. That's the we'll next one. Too. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I thought that was a cute way to like keep that keep those characters like friendships rolling. Um, I like that they um, they kind of cross friendships people too. Like yeah. they brought in Naya some right. like with Lisa. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, like, yeah. I was like, okay, okay. I was like, because I was like. How does she stay abreast when she ain't got nothing going on? She's not really a part of the the core group. Mm-hmm. Now that Miranda's off in you know Chayland, but like yeah. I was like, how did how are they going to do that? But uh, she's a professor. Oh, so they wanted to use the professor line for that, but yeah. they didn't want to use it for she got other shit going on. She could be doing. Yeah, she's yeah anyway. she's. <laughs> Um, Michael, get it together. (laughs) Black women have things. They do. That's right. Uh, Speaking of Miranda, who we're not speaking a lot about right now, because I think she, her dynamic kind of changes in the middle and the back end of the season, but she She doesn't have a lot to do. Like, she gets out there floating in salt water. Right. And she gets back to New York this episode for Brady. Yes. Um, But, Um, but I will say, I will say that as far as like Steve and her, um, I get, I get that like it's like the uns like the unspoken truth that mm-hmm. like I broke us, so I don't have any power. In this. oh yeah 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 sure, but you do like like you've already broke. <laughs> I mean, no offense, you've already broken it, so you might as well just go ahead and push it out. You've already like, spoken up. So yeah, just the keep... water's already broke. You might as yeah. well push the baby out. Like yeah. it is like yeah. be done or don't. And I get Brady was like that too. He was like, okay, I'm over this relationship. But y'all. <laughs> yeah, no, Brady, Brady, Brady being the voice of reason is also not something I was expecting from the redheaded child. <laughs> I did not expect like I think I just expected him to be more like Miranda. So like when he the breakup happened and she came in like bawling on her, I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. so you're like Steve. Like you have emotions. Like <laughs> You have emotions. Yeah. Yeah. It was very it was very weird. I was like, okay. And then and then went right back to being Miranda. Like it was like, well, if I if these headphones were working, then I might not be able to hear you. Like <laughs> all the sex that Miranda has to listen to in both season one and season two that she's not participating in, I, it's just so funny. It reminds me of college years and Miranda's like fifty five. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it was a question I was gonna ask you based on something. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, what are we talking? But like, how? 
Do you know, oh, secrets. How to deal with secrets. Uh, there was some secret that happened. <laughs> I don't remember. A secret that happened. How do you deal with secrets? I don't know why. Is that because of like Carrie having to pretend like between there was something going between Carrie oh, and Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or... Carrie Carrie didn't tell her that like Steve was like not gonna um take off his ring. Oh yeah, from season one. Yeah. yeah. There's there's something about Miranda's I don't wanna say stubbornness, but she is she gets really aggressive and so in that scene you're talking about carrie's like i mean i wasn't gonna say nothing but he's not gonna take your ring off and you know how you are like you're gonna yeah. be the one to pull the plug and- you know what like i'm noticing that carrie is just more upfront with miranda than she used to be yeah i think after the wedding situation where miranda yeah. didn't tell her that that yeah. whole story from the movie I can see where like we got to get past that so yeah we got to be honest with each other because when we hold back from each other nothing this doesn't work yeah yeah i forgot miranda also there's something in season one where miranda didn't tell carrie something and i remember sitting there going like oh are they gonna have like another movie moment i can't remember what it was at this point but they do it a couple times where they're like i forgot to tell you or i didn't didn't want to say anything and i'm like be careful because you guys like yeah <laughs> y'all are y'all gotta be honest uh, with y'all you. yeah <laughs> Um, so real quick, the biker, I, I don't have much on that. The guy that runs her over with his oh, bike. Okay. So <laughs> I, listen, he was cute. Uh, I loved him in the younger series. Younger. Yeah. Um, he was I also, really he was a brief boyfriend slash cousin of Liz Lemon and 30 Rock for one episode. Love. Yeah. It. He's very cute. <laughs> um, it was, you know, a lot of this shit, like has a lot of audacity to it like this man really was like on the phone and was like are you still there i just want to let you know that like i don't have no problems with you or whatever (laughs) i'm like this is so gay like like, y'all are in a relationship for real and i still think that it's business partner but you know they they said no it's not like that yeah whatever um carrie screaming carrie screaming at him through this a huge apartment that and he's in the other yeah. room just like think i'm gonna go and he's like are you sure she's like gotta leave <laughs> well, my thing is this is like he never got up from the computer to say nope he's too busy he was just like no my wife said i got to finish this so i gotta finish <laughs> I gotta get this i was like Girl, you kind of you kind of are proving the point right now yeah, yeah. like you got up from this lady <laughs> To go do what your man said. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your business partner. <laughs> and then also during this time, can we talk about how Miranda, who is a successful partner at one point, lawyer, has all this money, is for some reason, her only option when she's in the separation from her husband is to sleep on the couch of her professor? Like, you... You, Miranda, you've got money. If Carrie's got money, you, you got, you've got. I, this is insane. This is insane. This is my thing is like, okay, <laughs> me and you are friends. Sure. If, if I had, if so, I'm gonna put it on me because 
he wouldn't do this shit. But like, <laughs> if I blew up, if I blew up my whole life and like all of this shit, and I was sleeping on my ex husband's couch and yeah. shit, you would just give me a money for a hotel if you didn't already have room in your apartment. Like, yeah, no, 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 no. The the temporariness of it is fine. Like, I can't keep doing this. I need a place to crash for a minute. It's fine. It's the it was the land in in the season. This season goes for a whole year. If they go through holidays and seasons, this yeah. bitch is riding her couch like a roommate. And I'm like Miranda, you you're not you're not poor. I don't understand. Like why you? The can't only thing I can think of is like the reason why she's not poor is because she's frugal. Maybe, but also Maybe Steve, she is Steve has his bar that he sold. Like you guys are not in a situation um, where you should be sleeping on your college he, professors. It just seems but, weird. But they also are about to go through a divorce, so maybe she like I'm trying to save all my coins. I can't. Well, I got it, it. It gives it gives a reason to bring Naya into the story occasionally. Yeah, I get it. Right for her, but um, it just it, I think everything was just off a little bit. Like yeah. the fact that you just bought a f- never mind that's next that's next. <laughs> but like the buying of things yeah versus like how I'm going to live it's yes. just a little off sometimes it's just like I I can pay for the drinks and I'm I have all this money but then like. There are just certain things that I'm just like, this don't add up. Like, it's yeah. not. Yeah, not you know, and it's it's the fantasticalness nature of the show. If yeah. we try to ask too many questions, it falls apart. It does. So you just got to be like, oh, Miranda's living on our couch. She I'm like, this wallpaper is cheap, right. but you are buying all these shoes. I don't get it. <laughs> these ugly balloon shoes. What are you doing? Like... <laughs> Which are real because uh, Marlo Hampton on The Real Housewives had them on, but Fair. they're still ugly nonetheless. Um, well, Tim, do you want to get into, before we get into Bomb Cyclone, the apparently the best episode of the season? It, it's only because of one scene. Okay, like, so. It really because of one scene. <laughs> it's really because of one scene. It I, this, <laughs> I, again, I think it's, pol- I think it's polarizing because I have been listening to a lot of podcasts like, reading stuff online about people's like feelings like how much they love and love hate the show because yeah. of how ridiculous it is it's the fun of it, it is. which makes me the whole love point it. is like these people don't exist these well, do not exist <laughs> carrie is not hiking to that conference in the cyclone in that outfit nobody's because, hiking into no, it. no. no. but you not know not in those fashions but our like, girls are doing it like, <laughs> nobody's going through snow going to cvs Dwayne Reed, can Walgreens, we, put some we, damn condoms in the snow. No, can we? Can bring I your to, ass back home? When when you've got the scene where Carrie is walking one way on her cell phone in the in the bomb cyclone, and Charlotte's walking the other way, I it was so ridiculous. I half expected them to break into a musical, and they they would meet yeah. on the sidewalk. It was it's so over the top and dumb and yeah. amazing. It's why you love like, the show. What are you doing? Not to mention that jacket was not cute. But <laughs> it, was, it was not cute. And that's fine. I don't get fashion like I should. And it's fine. No, I I I appreciated that they saw that as an opportunity to go so over the top 
Yes. Because everything was so over the top. And I was like, It was. How much snow was everywhere? It was like <laughs> bomb cyclone. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Like, I don't know what that is. And why in the hell would you still go to a fucking conference in the middle of that? A conference that you did not want to do. You got dragged into by your, by the way, your old writing partner that you can't even remember. That's a, Carrie, so I was reading, uh, I was reading, um, you know, a wrap up list as we were kind of going over this. And this, I loved how this lady's just like, Carrie is a monster, but she's our monster. And it's, like, <laughs> it's like, Carrie would forget about a writing partner she had for a decent amount of time and can't even think of her. <laughs> Carrie is me. I would absolutely forget about a whole roommate I had. Oh, it's so good. And I would. Um, when LTW. You, you want to go? You can go. You can go. Yet another breathless moment. First of all, in the snow, that hat, <laughs> that, that bag, the pink bag, and your, I didn't know what, at the time, I didn't know what was in it. I was like, uh-huh. you had another little contraption or whatever. I was like, uh-huh. you're doing, like, Renaissance woman. Yeah. You are the Renaissance woman. I love you. You're perfect. Not to mention, she was at the house and the man was like, I'll drop you off. And she was like, I don't need a knight in shining armor. I'm good. I'm good. You go, you go on to your little thing since you want to talk about my car service and your Tahoe. That's well, right. I don't care. <laughs> she has so many moments where she gets Herbert right together. And I love yeah. it. It's beautiful. By the way, Herbert can top me any day. But he's a beautiful man. <laughs> he is so cute. Gorgeous. It's the cheeks. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. It's like the bill. Anyway, the it's point everything. is <laughs> she got into the place that she was going to. Mm-hmm. And she took the hat off. And just. I can't explain how majestic it just felt. It was like pins and needles were just going up my body. Mm-hmm. Just seeing this, like, I don't is it a scully? Whatever it is called. I yeah, don't yeah, know yeah. what that mask that doesn't have the face thing. Right. Like it was crystallized. I was like, and ready for the runway, honey. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> And she was looking in the mirror and she opened she opened that little thing and it was a wig. I was like, not a wig! A wig. Not a wig! A wig. Her wig, which was manicured perfectly. And she said, Broop, and looked at that other black lady and said, We're not gonna let a little snow stop us, are we? And she said, No, we're not. Okay. <laughs> I was like, ma'am, madam, sis. You're everything. You are the Beyonce of this group. I can't. I can't. I need a Lisa Todd Wexley show. I need it. Yeah. LTW on the go. That's what I want. She. They really do treat her like she's at a different show (laughs) and she shows up sometimes. She is living her life. It's so good. It's so good. What what is LTW? What is the actress's name? uh, Nicole Ari Parker is her name. Nicole Ari Parker. I'll tell you, as somebody, Tim, who doesn't um, watch a lot of black specific is black Hollywood. She's like the new, like, there's oh. three generations of like black Hollywood. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And yeah. she's like that middle generation. Gotcha. No, she, no, she is familiar to me, the actress. 
what I think is really interesting in this show, because so much of the show is fashion centric and um, when they're showing her in her Mm -hmm. closet or in her bedroom in between, like she's an icon and she looks beautiful, but when she, there are, there are parts where she takes her wig off yeah, and those scenes of like honesty, which Sarah Jessica Parker and those other ladies are not letting they don't. They really don't even go them. in and let you see them getting highlights. They like, don't, yeah, you're not doing that. But because LTW, like, because that character lets you see the sides of the family of her, if her her in distress mm-hmm. and then being amazing, like you get all all levels with her, and also like fight like having a husband that fights for her but also fighting for herself when the husband steps out well not steps out of line but like just doesn't get it or something like that she's like actually with my degrees i can make this money the way ltw and charlotte (laughs) charlotte are gathering their husbands this season is listen gather them (laughs) like a shin yawn bun do it gathering but yeah even I, I i was i remember sitting there and watching ltw look to that other lady in the bathroom and i was like this is this is good stuff. because this is peak black this is this great is, listen <laughs> the black that happens with lisa todd wexley <laughs> i cannot i'm living nicole ari parker you're doing the damn thing with that yeah please somehow find find a way to get a spinoff. I want to see your whole family. I love Billy D. Williams being your dad. Your oh my God. Daddy. <laughs> like, I love it. I love it. It's everything. That's really Han good. Solo is your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, and then like you have the AKAs with the, with the mother and then she, the mother is now she gathers. Aunt Rachel. Aunt Rachel showing up for Family Matters and being she's, his mama. <laughs> well, that's not Aunt Rachel. Wait, that's not Aunt Rachel? No, that's not her. That's not her. That's not her. Hold up. Hold up. That's not her. I thought I looked. I thought I looked into this correctly. Hold up. Let me look real quick. Uh-uh. Unless oh, yeah. they did, like, that's not her. Rachel Crawford, that's the aunt's name. Telma Hopkins. Let me All right, see. Telma Hopkins. Wait, wait, wait. Oh no. Sidetrack. Sorry, people. No, uh, we wanna let you know the truth. That's why we're researching on the phone. That is not her. No, it's not her. All black people don't look alike. No. no, I wanted before you roll before you like got into me. I wanted to make sure. I was like, nope, you're right. That's not her. Go ahead. I mean, more. I know my blacks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so what am I looking for? So now I gotta look. She her is up. in. She is in things. I just don't know her from. Like, she's not a prominent person in this. Yeah. Um, but she, well, she reads, she reads Lisa down. She does. <laughs> she says, um, you look great, Gabby, but you look like you just came from the Lion King. <laughs> and she's like, and it was a great showing. <laughs> she's like, yes, I do. I look like that. Thank you so much. 
She was like, I've been here for 30 minutes and not a or dare was given. Look, I was like, oh, damn. I was like, you better be. No, her and Billy D. Williams, her and Billy D. Williams going at it was. Yes. Yeah, that 20th anniversary party. That was very, very good. It was everything. I loved it so much. I live for her reads, but but she's doing my girl wrong. Like, Lisa is doing everything. She is a great mother. She's a great documentary person. She's a great like wife. She's a great like friend. She's con- she's well connected. Like she's she does she buys art that's worth buying. Like who yeah. is this woman? I need more of her story. Yeah. And they're, I mean and I mean argue, arguably she's getting more of a story than anybody aside from Carrie. Like <laughs> she's getting I mean she's yeah she's getting a story arcs like she, yeah. multiple things are happening to her within that family dynamic. Yeah. Um it, it really just being a newer character and getting that much just it just really shines a light on the fact that Naya that whole thing yeah. like, and and that's what I'm saying like if they <laughs> They had they had the range to do that to her because they gave Lisa so much. Yeah, I was like, I was like, otherwise I'd be like, listen, black women, and then they could have. Black women are not a monolith, right? You know, sometimes people ain't got nothing going on. Yeah, and sometimes they're not on Rachel. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) sometimes they're not on Rachel. Sometimes they're not like. Girl, wah, wah. not on Family Matters. Yep, nope, that, that was not the one. <laughs> so now I got to read your ass. That's no, right. <laughs> no, you're fine. But this is also at the end of the episode. This is also where we find that Carrie, who has been, she kind of sprinkles it throughout the episode that she thought about it, but she decided not to send him the email. She yeah. sends a message to Aiden to open up that pathway. Yeah, and I, I like, yeah, why not? I don't know. Like, when it comes down to it, you did, uh, yeah, you did him wrong. So you can, you, you can come through and be like, huh, I apologize or not. Like, yeah, I, I think I like the idea that they established that she, he is also technically single. I think yeah. making sure that he is available is important for that to be like. Oh yeah, especially that do. next episode. They yeah, were like, yeah. I uh, cyberstalked him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I which I just recently did uh, with somebody, but ooh. we won't talk about that. Um, oh okay, we'll save that for one of our rants, maybe. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm just gonna say this, people: don't post everything on Facebook. No, <laughs> and definitely. Get your privacy things together. Because anytime I can go on one website and find all I need to know, (laughs) it's the mystery's gone. Like, (laughs) like, girls. And this is coming from somebody who has a podcast who just airs their their laundry out. Well, yeah. Well, same thing. Yeah, Carrie's Aiden. The uh, Carrie's able to fig- figure out that Aiden's single and moved to Virginia. Moved yeah, to Norfolk, Virginia. Norfolk. We'll get we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Yes. But um, but Tim, tell me, like, how did how do you feel about these first this first half of the season? Like, are you feeling it? Stan into Naya. It? 
Sans Naya. Yes. I Justice think, for Naya. Uh, yes, justice for Naya. <laughs> justice for, you know. Not Aunt Rachel. Oh my God. No. <laughs> Not Aunt Rachel is doing very well for herself. She's doing great. Um, and justice for Franklin, honestly. But let's be honest. No, but I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. I think that it is a staunch difference. Um, it's the it's a similar story, but it's it it feels different than season one. Um, yeah. in a very good way. Yeah. Um, I think it also feels almost like it's it's a similar story, but it feels fresh and like these characters are characters that we know but different yeah. and I like that because um, it kind of gives me hope for me getting older and I'm a single person and really not understanding um, life because it, it really hasn't been um, depicted like yeah. being 40s, 50s, 60 without, without a partner doesn't really get a lot of praise. Yeah. Um and so like it's it's nice to just see that represented. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Tim, I'm excited to get into the next part of this with you. I know. Um, we're gonna do a little different thing this week. I, Tim, I wanna ask you which character is making you live this week? Oh my God. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say who is making me live live is Franklin. <laughs> Franklin! But who is getting me like wet is Herbert. Herbert. So, <laughs> like, every time he gets checked and he's like, yeah, that I, I did say that. I did do that. Like, I'm like, wow, flooded basements. Every yeah. time he's like, you know, I'm here for my wife no matter what, I'm like, wow, where are they? Yeah. Where are those people? Where are those chubby cheeks? Where oh. I just want to sit on it, like, <laughs> like oh, and tell him why he deserves it. But anyway, that's um, right. Who is who are you living for? Who do you love? Who do you? I'll tell you what. I I'm living for the sex that I right. I just I, I All right. as All much right. as I loved season one, I do appreciate like them feeling a little bit more alive and like yeah. feeling like some some happiness or just living life. Um, and I just, I appreciate their bringing just back. Just like including, team. you know, just like actual chemistry. Yeah, yeah. No, they, they've, they've seemed to find that for all these characters and all the storylines. Even, even our beloved Naya, who has been sidelined uh, in the next part is going to get some love. So yeah, you know, she's going to start writing. It's a little bit of everywhere. So yeah, I'm going to say I'm living for the sex. Um, Tim, where can people find us? Well, you can find us anywhere you can find Kim Cattrall because you couldn't find her there. Woo, now I'm going on. You can find us on Netflix. No, you can find her on Netflix at, in Glamorous. That's right. Um, <laughs> but you can find us on the internet anywhere, uh, especially Chubb and Cub. Which one? Um, Cub and Chubb. <laughs> <laughs> That is cubandchub.com. <laughs> I'm second because I know black people. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I just thought Aunt Rachel finally got another job. I'm so sorry. No, she been had another job. Half and half was like four or five seasons. Oh. <laughs> well, as you know, I'm a huge half and half stand. My wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Tell us you don't follow black people without telling oh us you gosh. don't follow black people. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh well, this is not this is not a rivalry. Um, this is not a witch burning of <laughs> whites. Okay. Find us at CubbinChub.com. You can send us a note at WeAreCubbinChub at gmail.com. Again, that's yes. WeAreCubbinChub at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And we will see you guys next week. We'll, we'll talk about the back end of the season of uh, season two of And Just Like That. So thank you so much. Yes, we get it. You're rich. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everybody.